The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Oh, you're going to be screaming. Let's crank it up! 16 years and we're just getting warmed up. This is no simple reform. It really is a revolution. That's why we're here. Let's crank it up! America, this is your show. It is in them that our future lies, that this this way of life will continue. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. He gets emotional about one issue, perhaps more than any other. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America! Ooh. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, so folks... All you hillbillies say hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm so proud to be American. I am. God bless you. We're talking hook and hunt. Kind of weird Mrs. Bunny's not here. Ah, uh, she's in the potty, folks. <laughs> 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 nah, she couldn't make it in. Get car trouble, Jimbo. Wouldn't snow deep? It snows deep right now in July. It's sweltering out here. Uh, all right, so we are talking hook and hunt on today's show. Being joined by Cat Daddy is coming in first. Try macking on her in the break room right now. <laughs> uh, Jeff Danker, also the host of Buck Ventures. Dave Mercer, facts of fishing, and uh, Mrs. Bunny is going to be coming by to talk buyer bus. That's right. It's going to be a good show, guys. <laughs> Got Jim yeah, and to chime in there. <laughs> All right, so let's get to Cat Daddy. It's Hook and Hunt this week. Your attention, please. Now, here's Cat Daddy, tuna tub captain, and head honcho at Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's got a good beat right there. It does. I get my fish on to that, Jimbo. All right, so just now joining us is the Kansas Catman. He's Reedy always- Shumway. <laughs> Reedy, your name is Reedy. Anyways, Cat Teddy, how's it going, buddy? It's going good, boy. It's going good. You know, I had some kids out the other day and took them out to the old park, and we was catching black and uh, uh, yellow perch. Oh, really? Yeah. We're getting ready to do a little pole fishing out here on the big river. Now, now, when you say yellow perch, are you talking about the kind that they get back east? I ain't quite sure if, uh, which direction they come from. <laughs> <laughs> But I do know they got a yellow belly on them, kind of like a sunbird, kind of like. Oh, so you were okay. out catching panfish, and you're going to use them for bait? Is that what you're going to do? Absolutely. Put them on the pole with about a five or six foot leader. Oh. Just let them bang around out there in the water. Now, question uh, for you. Let's say you catch these yellow perch in this body of water over here. If you wanted to use them in a totally separate body of water, are you allowed to do that, or do they need them? Do they need to stay in that reservoir there? Well, they need to stay in that reservoir. Do they really? Yes, as far as I know, that that's the correct way to do it. Yep, yep. You're not supposed to transport any fish from one body of water to another. Then, if you don't do that, then you won't have invasive species, will you? Well, that's that's what they claim. That's what they claim. But you know, it, it's I've always heard birds can. 
fly over a thing of water and do a good dump of load right there, and they have a species in there in no time. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen. The transmission. Well, you know, they, they get eggs on their, on their feet. Oh you know, yeah, they walk around the shore and they get eggs on their feet and they well, you know, land somewhere. They, uh, you, you take on them big seagulls, man. I've been in my boat and they bombarded me in there. <laughs> Believe me, they could probably carry a million of them in one drop. <laughs> <laughs> now, as we approach the dog days of summer, this is when, like, the bean hole is in its prime. This is like Marilyn Monroe at 27, right? Uh, yeah. Things are hot, but we're having this cool down. I think all across the country here in the Midwest due to Hurricane Hannah. Yeah, it'll only uh, get to 95. Yeah, it's only going to be like 95 <laughs> instead of the regular 130. Is that yeah. going to affect the scent dispersion of your bait or not so much? No, it, it's it, it's not going to bother a thing, you know, because it's, it's kind of like an outer outer cooling, not an inner. Uh, that, that water's good and warm, you know, almost hot. These cool days ain't going to do nothing but make it easier to fish. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. For the individual, yeah. I don't think it'll bother the fishing at all itself. The, the bite still be there good. Everything's going to stay the same. It's just, you know, you can go out and relax a little bit and turn the fan on medium instead of high. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, do you remember uh, talking with us a couple of weeks ago and I told you about the uh, the new record paddlefish in Oklahoma that was 146 pounds? Yeah, boy, that's a whole gear, man. Yeah, get this. They broke that last week with a 151-pounder. Where at? It was in the same lake, Keystone. Really? Yeah. Yeah, doggy. Whew, 151 pounds. 151 pounds, and they said there's a bigger one out there even yet. My goodness, man. That, that's a terrific haul, girl. Yeah, no, I thought that there by was now a, the, the, the season, season be over. Yeah, I thought the season would be closed by now. Well, you know, uh, uh, this different seasons, if you're on a bigger lake, they're open all year round. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, if you're on an open big lake. Now, now if you're talking smaller river tributaries, it's, it's a little different. Well, heck of a deal. But anyhow, I just thought I'd bring that up to you. Uh, you you've caught them 70, 80 pounds. Oh, uh, yeah. But, uh, man, 151, 151 pounds now? That's like double catch, you know? That's Ooh, like 80 and 80, 160, man. Yeah, that's like two of my grandkids. You hook into that, and that'd pull your boat for a little bit. <laughs> All right. Bet. So going back to the yellow perch, what is your game plan here? Is this going to be something you're going to be hopping onto, kind of like a new tactic to be catching more catfish? What are you well, doing right now? It's not really a new tactic. It's it's just, you know, right, right now you need to get something good and lively to catch them big old flatheads and blue cats. That's more flatheads predominantly. You know, it's parked up in them big trees and them wooded areas around the area. You got to have something good and good and lively out there, you know, to kind of wake them up a little bit because they're just out of spawn. They've been ragged out. And they're, they're not really, you know, really highly active right now. As far as my assumption goes over the years of fishing, you need to get something out there that really, really catch their eye. You know, like like a uh, five foot eleven, you know, blonde. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, hey, now don't tell Bunny I said that. <laughs> oh, hey, Jesus. she'll think you're cheating on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a brunette. <laughs> now, now, um, well, we talked earlier about uh, uh, catching the yellow perch and some other fish out of this lake, and maybe it's against the law to move it to that lake over there. That's if they're alive. How about if they're dead and you're using them for cut bait? Take them anywhere you want. Oh, can you really? Yeah, you, yeah, you, you can take them anywhere you want. Once you're dead, you're dead. You ain't gonna harm nobody. Oh, well. Now, you've been having some of those issues in past times. What is it? The uh, blue green algae. 
Have yeah, you been? Yeah, you know, a lot of these lakes out here has got that. You know, Milford and uh, a couple other lakes around the area has it. Uh, it's just a stinky, sticky situation. Yeah. Is it getting any better? Are you still having the same issues in the restrictions uh, that they were opposing or not so much? Well, you know, I kind of believe it's about the same. Not much has changed at all. I, I kind of steer clear. Man, if they got green algae out there, I, I kind of go way around it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, the thing is, couldn't you, if you weren't careful, couldn't you translate that uh, to another lake if you uh, put your boat in, say, Milford, got blue-green algae on it, and then took it over to Banner Creek? Well, Jim, you know, I'm going to leave that up to the biologists. I'm not too good on that type of individual stuff. Giving you a yay or nay answer about that. Okay. Well, hey, we've been talking with Cat Daddy, and he says now's the time to get out there, catch some of those yellow perch, and then catch some of those great big flatheads. That's right. Now, Mr. Cat Daddy, to learn more about you, to book a trip, all that good stuff, buddy, where can we find you online? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. You bet. Hey, if you want to write old Cat Daddy and send him a picture of your latest and greatest yellow-bellied perch, uh, send it to catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. Bingo. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is old... Uh, Jeff Danker. Jeff Danker. Buck and Ventures. with Buck Ventures on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays at 9.30 in the evening. He's always knocking out big bucks and catching huge slabs of yellow perch. Yellow Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> all right, so that is Sportsman that Channel, well. Wednesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time mr cat daddy you're so awesome god bless you buddy hey i was told there were a couple old boys that were pretty good critters old jim and trav <laughs> must be two other guys <laughs> <laughs> all right just coming up next Let's go on an adventure, a Buck Venture with Jeff Denker, host of Buck Ventures, Wednesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel after these words from our partners. However, stay current with all things revolution by logging on to JimandTrav.com. A life of sacrifice. Time and patience is what it takes. A life of challenge. This is what we wait for all year long. A life shaped by our forefathers. When you shoot a deer like this and you have this feeling, what's running through my veins right now, if you could bottle it, you'd be a millionaire. Hunting is freedom. The Given Right, Tuesdays at 8.30 on Sportsman Channel. Never apologize for your God-given right to hunt. Come see the Yamaha XTR line of ATV and side-by-side vehicles designed for conquering extreme terrain at YamahaOutdoors.com today. Proven off-road features include factory-installed worn winch, special edition paint with color-matched wheels, and aggressive terrain tires. The Yamaha XTR line. Realize your adventure today at YamahaOutdoors.com. ATVs are recommended only for use by those age 16 years and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt. Helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and the product Morning labels before operation. The revolution with Jim and Travis on the air. Talking hook and hunt this week. Oh, yeah, got it. Now, kicking off a two part interview with Jeff Denker, host of Buck Ventures on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 9 30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one.
Hey, we're back. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Hook and Hunt. Before the break, we had Cat Daddy on, and uh, he was talking about catching big old flathead. That's right. Just now being joined by Mr. Jeff Danker. He is the host of Buck Ventures. You worship him like I do. That is Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. People, a lot of people know this. He actually killed Elf. He did. <laughs> Mr. Jeff, how's it going, buddy? I am doing great, and it is such an honor to be back on here with you guys. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of you, and I guess it's Elf. The Elf. Yeah, and that's one heck of a buck. Well, you know, we, we always got to give him a name, and actually that deer, what's so cool about him is uh, we named him that, but he actually, when I actually shot him there, if you look close, his nose is crooked. He's got a broken nose. I think he was hit by a car oh. at some point, and uh, we ended up shooting him. I think he was seven years old right there. Well, you know what I love about the story of the elf? I mean, this is a 154-inch typical buck. He is amazing. But what truly shines in this story, and we'll have you touch on it, is your persistence and commitment to harvesting this buck. You didn't give up. You, you screwed up a couple times. Things didn't go right, but you never gave up, Mr. Jeff. Well, I mean, I, I think for one thing is, is, is as a hunter, I mean, we kind of got to figure out who we are. You know, and as I grew into hunting, you know, at one time I was just shooting does, little bucks, whatever, and loved it. But there was a point where I got where I was like, man, what I really love is I like to find a deer. I, I was fortunate enough to have some decent ground where I could get pictures and video. And and then my, my biggest thing is I like to find one of those deer and then go after. You know, you have to be willing to eat that tag, which I do many times. But, boy, when you do that, guys, and then you, you actually, it, it comes true. There's no other greater feeling, and that's exactly the story of Elf. Yeah. Now, Elf, uh, as you said, it's a big 156 buck. And, uh, you know, in, in harvesting it, it took you several years, didn't it? Yeah, it's actually that deer was so lucky, too. I mean, he just um, he got by with a lot. There was a few times that he should have been killed, and I just I made mistakes, whatever. But like I said, that was on a 20-some-thousand-acre lease, and, and literally – that deer we had guys within, I mean, there was pictures from eight miles in distance how far he traveled at times. Holy cow. Uh, once again, Mr. Jeff Danker, make sure you watch Buck Venture Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, all new episodes. One thing I kind of want to get into with you, Mr. Jeff, um, you have harvested amazing bucks throughout your life, but you also pointed out you shoot a lot of does. You shoot a lot of smaller bucks. It really doesn't matter the size of the buck you take, it's the experience, what you glean from it. That is what's truly important. I think sometimes we have lost so much sight of that due to social media, magazines, everything. And that's one proponent you, you're huge of is you're saying, don't post this crap on social media. It's not about that. You need to hunker down. It's truly about the hunt and the memories. Well, and I think going along with that, I, I agree with you. I just believe somebody, you can't be what everyone else is. You know, you've got to find out who you are, you know, in life in general. But then as a hunter, you know, you take Michael Waddell. Michael Waddell, I would watch him shoot a squirrel. He has so much passion. <laughs> I don't care what he's hunting. I want to watch him. And I think, you know, when he's helped hunting so much because he just was who he was. That's what you get. And I think that's how we all need to be. So there's some people that they're just meat heaters. They're just whatever. You got people that, you know, maybe that are after these trophy bucks and they're fortunate enough to 
So whatever you are is just find what you are and then support everyone else. I mean, if this guy's this, because we're all different, right? And, and we all like different things, even hunting. But we need to support everyone else, no matter what they love to do. I mean, that to me is where hunting kind of messes up at times. We're not supporting others, and everybody's got to be like us, and that's just not the way it is. Yeah, you've been a big proponent of taking people hunting and so forth. And, of course, Michael Waddell uh, does that as well. I read an article in the paper over the weekend that uh, they think that the hunting season is just going to blossom this year because of the COVID-19 uh, and more people are going to be out in the field, which is going to create a little more competition. But what it's going to also create is a lot of novice hunters. And don't you think uh, we ought to take some people under our wing and kind of show them the ropes? Well, I think we have such an opportunity, guys. I really, really do. And you're exactly right. I think turkey sales, the tags were up, I, I think, don't quote me on this, but somewhere like 60-some And oh, I'll just wow. say that millions of dollars have been spent over the years to try to get new hunters. And we have, you know, this has caused new hunters to come in. There's no sports to watch. There's no concerts to go to. You know, people are outside. And, and I do. I 100% think as an outdoorsman, we need to look around. And this is the time. This is the year to say, hey, come hunt with me and get these new hunters because it's an opportunity for us. You know what surprises me? Our country, Mr. Jeff, we are founded on Second Amendment, hunting, free speech, all this stuff, and a lot of crap that us rednecks were, were labeled as because this is what we still practice, even with today's technology. Well, we have learned that things can go to hell in a handbasket, and it is these primal instincts we have and these skills God gave us as hunter-gatherers, um, conservation advocates – it is those things that are going to pull us through in these tough times and really rooting back to that is essential. And I think a lot of people like Jimbo's pointing out you, they're finding that even with have, you know, Jeff Bezos drop food off with a drone. When things go to crap, none of that matters. And you still have to provide for your family. And this is a renewable resource uh, that is highly beneficial to us. Well, exactly. I mean, it's uh you know, I tell everyone, I mean, you know, first of all, let's didn't catch God by surprise. God knows what he's doing. And, and, you know, I just believe not to live in fear. I, you know, I believe fear the Lord and then go from there. And, and then as far as the outdoors and everything that we're doing, you know, it's exactly right. I mean, it's kind of like the song. I mean, a country boy can survive. And, um, and, and I think people are learning that. I mean, BB guns were up 300 and some percent on sales wise. You can't find a BB gun for nothing. And the truth of the matter is there's a lot of people that don't believe in the second amendment that went and bought those BB guns because all of a sudden fear started driving them and they're trying to get something to protect themselves or whatever. But so anyway, just back to the opportunity that we have that we live in. First of all, as a Christian man too is, you know, sometimes we walk around and we say, you know, we almost look like doom and gloom on our face because everything's going on. And that's where I have to guard myself, you know, listening to too much Fox News or whatever it might be <laughs> yeah. to, to have this confidence. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We yeah. Need to have this confidence and know, hey, guys, we have an opportunity right now. Let's take advantage of it. And, and you know, the thing about it is when no one wants to follow someone doom and gloom, but all of a sudden, if you've got confidence in this and that, this is the time that people will jump in behind you and we can go forward. And again, I think we're going to have an unbelievable hunting season. I think we're going to have an unbelievable television season. Everybody watching us 
And uh, what a unique time to educate the public. You bet. Hey, uh, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around, Jeff? We've got a whole lot more to talk about. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right. Hey, we're talking with Jeff Danker. He's the host of Buck Ventures on Sportsman Channel Wednesday nights at 930 Eastern Time. That's right. And he's going to be co-hosting Deer Week again on Outdoor Channel and a Sportsman Channel alongside That's a good deal right Mr. There. Tyler Farr. Guy walks into a bar. I love him so much. All right. So, Mr. Jeff, to learn more about you and Buck Ventures before we go to a break, where can we find you online, buddy? Man, check me out on Instagram a ton. I mean, but you got the Buck Ventures, you know, we're on Instagram, but Jeff Danker's on there, Facebook. Uh, and then you can always go to our website, bbotv.com, just like buckventuresoutdoorstv.com. And uh, you can check out hats, whatever. And uh, we sure appreciate all the support. All right, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV, part two with Jeff Danker, right after this. You better stick around. Conservation. Hey, hey, we plant food plots, soybeans, clover, create water sources. You hear us? Forbes. We're land managers. OG wildlife stewards, baby. We love big bucks. Hey, everybody. This is Terry Drury with Drury Outdoors. I would love for everyone to listen to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, and this is Travis falling in a dumpster. Connect with the boys on social media and always at JimandTrav.com. Don't move. The revolution will return right after these important messages. Say it with me, Larry. Test it. Oh, yes. Movie magic is put to the test in an all-new season of Hollywood Weapons. What the heck are you going to get a <laughs> We'll break down the most famous action scenes in TV and movie history. Okay, go ahead and light it. And answer the question... Can you really do that? It's going to be chaos. I guarantee it. Hollywood Weapons, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Today we're discussing Hook and Hunt. Now, let's get back to Jeff Danker, host of Buck Ventures on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking hook and hunt on this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had Jeff on, Jeff Danker, and he is the host of Buck Ventures and Sportsman Channel Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern time. But, Trav, i got to say this. What's that? He's talking about, you know, getting burned out watching Fox News. Don't some days you just want to hug Dan Bongino? Hug an ugly man. Yeah. And then you want to punch Juan Williams in the face? <laughs> and let me just say, I was really taken with what you said, because I think you're right. No violence, Jimbo. <laughs> okay. Well, let's focus on positive things now. Uh, so- I'm positive. I want to punch him in the face. We're rolling into August, Mr. Jeff. Um, it's hard to believe that hunting seasons are going to be open up. Archery seasons. Into this month in Colorado. Exactly. Not too far away. What are you doing right now? What is in the queue? What are you prepping for success? Because it's not, you just don't go out and hang a stand the next day and shoot a big buck. This is years in the making. What are you doing right now, Mr. Jeff, to ensure success this fall? Well, man, we have been uh, maybe one of our biggest years on planting food plots all over the country from Ohio, Kansas, Oklahoma, um, and just a ton of food plots. Uh, and, and so 
basically what we have is we have those spring plots in and then we're now we're starting those those fall plots so we're just working ground uh day by day in different states we're uh one of the big things we're doing is inventory i mean you know we, we talked a little bit about trophy deer earlier and, and, and to me what the public always needs to know is you know hunt what you got you know don't watch tv and see somebody shoot 175 inch deer and then try to go after 175 inch deer you know, we have to hunt what we got. So, you know, we're trying to get inventory. We got cameras set up over corn piles. We have cameras set over, you know, soybean fields, whatever it might be, trying to check that inventory. And, and again, we've, we've got cell cameras out. I mean, it is literally a, a day to day working, uh, on, on so much right now. And, and then again, you know, even some of the summer plots, they turned out real nice and others didn't turn out so good. So we're having to dish some stuff back under on some stuff that didn't work and then replant fall. And again, it'll show our success come fall from what we've done all summer long and even now. You know, it's amazing. And one thing I was thinking about, and you being a rancher, cattleman, team roper, hunter, this really applies. When you talk about growing beef, okay, as long as you don't castrate little bull calf and make him a steer, Mm -hmm. he can have a baby. But that doesn't mean his genetics are superior and he's going to have that bone density, that marbling, that size that you need to not only bring better money at the market, but to survive extreme heat, extreme drought, cold winters. And the same thing really applies to deer. You want to look at those deer and see, potential so you can see if they have it in them so really being selective in what you take is really setting up in essence for future generations of more deer healthier deer uh just overall better genetics is that right well i agree yeah 100 i mean and it's kind of like this even putting in a different scenario different spin on it if you have a high fence ranch you have to raise them right you have to have that genetics you have to have everything because that's what you got what's yours but when you're hunting a fair chase farm, say my Kansas farm in, in Kansas, you know, in a sense, I've quit trying to grow them. In a, in a sense, now I'm still not shooting. I'm always going to shoot age. But in a sense, what I want to do is I want to create, I want to beat you guys up. If you're my neighbors, I want my farm to be better than yours. I want more food. <laughs> yeah. I want more security. I want water on it. I want all this stuff. I want less pressure on it. And for miles around, what happens is those big boys – you know, maybe you don't even know about this buck, but he's four miles from you. And all of a sudden, if you, if you prepared your farm like a year after year, and then you even go into the winter having more food than everyone else, less pressure, all them big bucks, those big bucks, they will end up on your place. So in a sense, you steal someone else's deer. So again, you still got to have genetics, whatever, but now you broaden it, right? You're bringing deer in maybe from five miles in each direction. And then once they get there and your place is better than everyone else's, they will stay. And again, you've got to go back. You want to get those big, big deer. You've got to shoot eggs. But again, it isn't just me concentrating on growing them. I'm stealing them from my neighbors. Now, the thing is, when you, when you've planted all these food plots and so forth, I mean, you mentioned Kansas, you mentioned Oklahoma, even, Ohio. even Nebraska. Well, Ohio's a little different, has a lot more trees, but you know, you need a pinch point. You need a place where they can pass through and uh, you'd be able to get a shot off at them uh, because, you know, it's just not uh, conceivably efficient for you to go out there in that big open field like we have here in Northwest Kansas and Find out where the heck they're going to. Can you, in fact, plant like maybe cornrows to be able to create a funnel? 
Absolutely. We do a lot of that. I mean, you know, from we use a lot of Egyptian wheat, which which gets 12 foot tall. So we use oh. that to get into our places. So we're walking beside a 12 foot deal, whatever, to be able to get in. And then what we do, guys, is we use that food plot and design it as a pinch point in it. It might not be the, the typical pinch point of somebody, you know, uh, using trees or whatever, but we might have, you know, a, we have our destination field, say we got a 25 acre alfalfa, but then we have this other four acre plot that's right before that. We call a killing plot and then it narrows down or whatever. And, and I'll tell you the other thing we do is, you know, we, we use a lot of water troughs out there. Mm. So in other words, even if we're in a four acre plot, we might have a water trough out there. And I promise you, there's two things. And then you use what we do is we just cut down a tree. We take a T-post, we put out there at 25 yards, we, we tie that tree to that T-post in that food plot, and I guarantee you, I don't care if it's August or if it's November, when those bucks enter that field, they will end up at that tree, and that's how we use that. Wow. Hey, we've been talking with Jeff Danker, and of course, he has a program called Buck Ventures on Sportsman's Channel, Wednesday nights at 930, and the hardest thing for his Egyptian wheat? is moving the pyramids. But he's figured out how to do it <laughs> yeah. with his John Deere. Uh, this has been brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Again, Mr. Jeff Danker, Buck Ventures, Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. He is also going to be co-hosting alongside country music sensation Tyler Farr. That is Deer Week. Now, Deer Week, what kicks off in September? Yeah, I think it's mid-September, and it's going to be a full jam-packed week. Uh, uh, it's going to be a fun fun week. All right, make sure you watch for that. Coming up next, Jimbo, who we got? We got Dave Mercer. It's our Canadian buddy, and he has a program called Facts of Fishing. He's Canadian? Well, that's Canadian. <laughs> All right, it's on Outdoor Channel and World he Fishing He likes and Golden. As we talk more hook and hunt. But, Mr. Jeff, you're so awesome. God bless you. We love you, buddy. Thank you all for always having me, Jim and Trav. And uh, anything you ever need from me, you just let me know. Please accept our apologies. The following will be horrible. I I love you like it's the run, baby. I I I love you like it's the run, baby. This is the road to the FLW title in the inaugural Tackle Warehouse season opener on the FLW Pro Circuit Showtime. The next two hours could seriously impact my fishing career. When you call in like that, you're moving up the leaderboard. A six-figure payday, $100,000 richer. This is the place to be, man. Yes. FLW Fishing, Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Want to be in a shout-out? You're on the air. Write in and tell us your name and where you're from at JimandTrav.com, and we'll mention it in the show. This is cray-cray, huh? 
Hey, we're back. We're talking hooking on on this week's show. Before the break, we had Jeff Danker on. And, of course, his program, Buck Ventures, gave us some really good tips on what to do this fall. Right now, being joined by the Mercer in Airy. Kills the fajita. Kill him. He practices catch and release. How dare you say that? I'm sorry. That is Dave Mercer. He is the host of Facts of Fishing on our World Fishing Network and Outdoor Channel. And he is Canada's most precious treasure. He has a beautiful smile. Mr. Dave, how's it going, buddy? If I had another one, I would have recorded that just to use as my alarm clock every morning. Make me feel good. (laughs) Get up and go slay some fish. Now, I got to say something, man. Um, you know, we love watching you, obviously, on Outdoor Channel and World Fishing Network um, all the time. But uh, we watch you a lot on YouTube. Uh, and there's a great little video you have, uh, Bass in the Grass, where you pulled up this bass and you said this aquatic mess. I could not believe. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where you pulled this bass out of the weeds and it was just like this clump of like 10 pounds of garbage. Uh, and you were talking about how you never want to pull the fish to you. You just want to keep uh, steady pressure on your line. That was amazing, though. And it really is true when you think about it. You know, one of the weirdest things about fishing, you know, you get into a routine where you, you know, you're always pulling the fish towards you, right? But if yeah. you look at, if you take fishing, let's forget about fishing. Let's imagine we're building a house. We're building a dock. We're doing whatever. <laughs> You wouldn't just do the same thing all the time. You know what I mean? You wouldn't just, hey, I hammer nails and this is always how I do it. You do what's right for that situation. And that's exactly what I was talking about in that situation. You know, you look at it and if you just stop to think about it effectively, you remove the whole giddy, I'm excited, I've hooked a fish and I need to get it in the boat moment. You just think if you removed yourself from that and you said, okay, what is the best thing to do here to get this fish to the boat? Well, the best thing to do in that situation is if you're going to fish this wrapped in weeds, it's going to continue to wrap in weeds. It's kind of like, since I'm Canadian, it's a stereotype. I'll use the the analogy, kind of like a snowball that goes down the hill. It collects more (laughs) snow as it's going down the hill. Well, as you bring it through the weeds, that fish is going to collect more weeds the whole way back to the boat. So if you do have a fish and it's safely hooked, the most important thing is just keep pressure on it and bring your boat to that fish. So it's not collecting more weeds, and I just find it's a higher percentage chance of putting them in the boat. Yeah, well, you know, I, I have found that uh, when I fish in weeds, and, of course, I fished uh, the hydrilla uh, out there on Sam Rayburn. Well, I'll tell you what, you can get into a lot of stuff, and if they do what you say, they're pulling to the boat. They could actually force that hook right out of the mouth of those fish, couldn't they? That's right, and that's exactly what's happening. You know, when you think about it, you know, you, you're, you've got – leverage on that fish you're pulling but as soon as you let that leverage off that they can pull that hook out and you've got more working on it the the more weed that comes around it the more pull against you know that fish. it actually gives that fish more pressure you know i kind of equate it to if you've ever gone halibut fishing i mean halibut fishing is they're those big flat giant fish that everybody eats at fish and chips stores (laughs) if you look if you look at them, they're they're basically a big, you know, they refer to them as a barn door. That's yeah. You've got that barn door coming up. It's good. Like, it's fun. I'm, I'm, but if that thing turns on its side, good luck. And that's the exact same thing in the weeds, you know. You've got, the fish might only be two, three pounds, but all of a sudden you can turn it into an eight-pound fish with a big chunk of weeds in it. Uh, now, kind of furthering your point, and, and one thing is you, you're such a fun, likable 
exciting guy to watch. You know, you you get us so pumped about fishing and honest to God, you make us happy. Um, but you do stress that people just need to slow down. You know, we get out there, we get caught up in the moment. And sometimes the best thing we could do is you equated it. I thought it was kind of brilliant to having a conversation where you might pause. You you have to stop to think about something. So you slow down your approach. You slow down your retrieve. And that is so many times where we go wrong, correct? Exactly. Especially, you know, you think about it a lot of times. You go, and here's how I came up with that. I'll be honest. You know, you think that, that you know, oh, wow, this guy is a fishing show host and he knows these things. How do fishing show hosts learn these things? <laughs> Through failure, you yeah. know? And I remember when I was a hardcore tournament angler, and I remember one season, I sat down at the end of the season, and I had clocked. You know, I had really kept a journal of when I caught the fish, right? And I went through an entire season. And, you know, some lakes you catch them early, some lakes you catch them late. But I looked, and in the final hour of competition for the entire season, I never caught a fish. And I really started to think about that because you hear all these stories, guys crossing stage, you know, right? Third last cast or my last cast, I caught this fish. And I was like, why am I not catching them? And I really stopped to think about it. And it was because... You know, I had an hour left. However I'm doing in the tournament, that's when it ratchets up the pressure and you stop thinking about what you're doing and you start going through the motions. And it's the same thing whether you're fishing a tournament or you're fun fishing, you know, especially let's say you catch a couple. It's going good. You're getting pretty jacked up. Always focus on what you were doing to catch those fish. Don't get stuck going through the motions because you'll see, you know, one. look at all the reels we have now. You know, there's reels with, you know, Abu just came out with that 10 to 1 reel. So you think about that, you know, just by turning that handle a little bit quicker, it can totally change your entire presentation. So you always have to, I find myself as a hyper individual generally, I always have to remind myself to slow down. So everything is cyclical. I mean, let's be honest. We're all going to be wearing bell bottoms again someday, <laughs> and fishing's no different. <laughs> you bet. Hey, we've been talking with Dave Berser, and he is the host of Facts of Fishing on Outdoor Channel and World Fishing Network. Jimbo's just thinking about where he left his bell bottoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's thinking about. Now, Mr. Dave, you're so awesome. If we want to learn more about you, get some of these fantastic tips. Uh, visit your sponsors. Where can we find you online? Find me on factsfishing.com and then uh, factsfishing on Facebook and at Dave Mercer on Twitter. All righty, sir. Hey, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later. I'll be getting back to micro baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, man. Bye. Bye. Dave Mercer, host of Facts of Fishing on Outdoor Channel and WFN. Dave Mercer is the coolest guy ever. Yes, he really is. And he taught Mike Ike. KVD2, Mark Zona, Ski, Reese, and some others. If I had a known, I would have recorded that just to use as my alarm clock every morning. It <laughs> made me feel good. Here's Mrs. Bunny with a tip on chumming for cats. Chumming for cats. Scent carries further in warmer water, so chumming a hole during the heat of the summer can be incredibly effective. Baiting the same hole for an extended period of time can also lead to more consistent bites once the fish become accustomed to a constant food source. Try different locations, cover, and structure until you find your sweet spot. We are The Revolution with Jim and Trav, your source for all things outdoors. Plus, we're Michael Waddell's best friends. Yep, it's totally legit and Facebook official. Check out JimandTrav.com while we get to a break, and we'll be back in a moment. 
Summer's in full swing, but crisp fall air is right around the corner. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's want to help you gear up for hunting season. Time to sight in your bow, set up your game camera, and get everything you need to make this hunting season the best one yet. Shop Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's and save on your favorite hunting brands like Blackout, Cabela's, and Herders. It's your season at Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Your adventure starts here. Shop in-store or online. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Now here's Buy or Bust, honest gear reviews to help you make better buying decisions. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, your advantage. Adventure starts here. It's time for Buyer Bus, brought to you by Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops. I was yawning. Yeah. So tired. Didn't sleep much last night. You know why? Because you were so excited about camping. About going camping. I love camping so much. You know something? The old camp stove. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh Like the fold over. We're talking about the Bass Pro Shops. The Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. The high output propane grill and stove. Yeah. Coleman's kind of like. Notorious, I guess Notorious isn't. They have the most iconic look. Yeah, they do. Uh-huh. You know, when you go back and you think about the old ones, the metal ones, and the little sides that flip out, you know? Uh-huh. And so Bass Pro Shops has one, and this is so cool. And these are extremely handy because everyone has always went bigger or they think is better, but it's really not. I mean, you yeah. don't need anything too sophisticated when you're out camping and cooking. Yeah. You know, the nice thing about like the modern camp stoves is they come with legs and they're bigger and they're larger and everything. However, that's also their downfall is just how big they are. And even though they're portable, they aren't all that portable in that way, I guess. And so the nostalgic throwback to the Coleman style um, stove like this from Bass Pro is really cool. And it's also just handy. Yeah. Now, the thing is, this is uh, strictly propane? Yes. Yeah. It uses one of those, like the 16-ounce right. uh, cylinders. Right, small bottles. Oh, the little know? green jobs? Mm-hmm. And they're disposable. Yeah. Oh. So you can... Uh, can you have them refilled? I don't know. I'm, I don't we, know if you can or not. We never have, but... They're not much money. I don't you know. You can pick them up at any Cabela's Maybe Bass Pro Shops. Maybe in the city you can, out here in the boonies. I mean, it's yeah. like you either get the, the big 50-gallon bottle or nothing at all, so... <laughs> well, this is really cool because this is a 13 by 10 inch. It has a burner that's 13 by 10 inches. Okay. And it puts out about, I think, like 8,000 BTUs. Uh huh. I mean, it's a lot. Uh, And the high output burner. So it has almost like a griddle, like your bars, like you're going to be running uh, your burgers with. Right. Uh Right. And then it has your regular burner, the circular that puts off and has great. You want to put a pot on it to heat water. That's on the right hand side of the grill. And then you have more of your griddle effect on the left hand side. You have two different surfaces you have a a regular burner and more of a grill style burner. Yeah. 
two completely different surfaces broken up so you can have two different cooking styles there that are um, available to you. That's really cool. So if you want to like fry up bacon and you want to have it in a pan and then you want to be making, I don't know. Your eggs or your pancakes or something else on the side or. Well, I don't know because it has steak, holes in the bur- griddle. Well, eggs but would you be can always hard to do. <laughs> but you, you can could, always though. put a griddle pan on there. Yeah, you can put I'm a saying. griddle pan on Or you want to cook up burgers because we like making bacon cheeseburgers. Yeah. Uh, it's really handy. You could boil water. Tell you the truth. When we had power go out. Uh-huh. This, this is, is a few, yeah, this is a while ago. A few years ago, we had one of these things, and this is what saved our hides because at the time we didn't have a generator, and this is how we bathed. Yeah. You heat up your water with this? Yeah. And then you took a shower, and we got hot water for doing dishes and all that cool stuff. Yeah. These, stroke. these are just really handy. They and are. going back to the portability of them uh, is so nice because they, they fold up, and it looks like a briefcase. Yeah. Ah. That's basically what it is. So when you detach the bottle... Uh, it closes up, the sides fold in, the top comes down, it has a little latch, and then you pick it up with a handle, and you carry it around with like a briefcase, you could put it under your back seat, you could store it. They never really go bad. No, they don't. I mean, that's the nice part about them, it's well, not like something's gonna go out. I'm also just saying that right now with the Rona, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're traveling and you don't want to have to go to fast food places and stuff, just like you can when you're camping, take this, take all your food in your cooler and bring this along and you can make your food on the road as you're traveling without having to hit up different places to eat as far as fast food and have different people handle your food. You can do all this with something that is not going to take up a lot of space in your vehicle. This is the original tailgater. There you go. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And that's perfect. You know, your, your tailgate is like just the right height for yep. cooking and doing all sorts of stuff you know it's amazing and bunny pointed this out the other day you had all these people and there was someone walking into like a, a restaurant because like <laughs> dine-in dining has been opened up we were you know? driving by a sandwich shop and there is a couple people outside and everyone was staring at them because they're not wearing masks right <laughs> but when they other people went in and they sat down to eat they, they had to their take mask their mask off. off. Riddle They're me like that one. Scoffing at the person in line that doesn't have a mask, but you get your food, you go over there, sit at your table, you take your mask off. Yeah. Does I that make well, it's any hard to sense? Eat a bologna sandwich through a mask. Yeah, That's how exactly can you do it? it? So it's not like you, I mean, you want to gripe about this person not wearing a mask. Well, you're not wearing a mask. Yeah. Oh, that's so stupid. It Anyways, is. go get one of these stoves and uh, save and you your can money avoid, on masks. You can avoid that, yeah. Yeah. Go check out the Bass Pro. This was a great review. <laughs> um, oh, it, it's stainless steel, so you don't yes. have to worry about rusting. I think that's very important. Cleans up really easily. Cleans up extremely easy. And for someone like Jimbo, Uh-oh. he's always mad at me because I don't clean my grills. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it seasons them. Yeah. And Jimbo is so stringent about cleaning his stuff. Yes. I mean, oh. it's it's very admirable. Yeah. Uh, you open his grill. He's been using it for like four years, and you open it. It looks like it's never been used. He takes such good care of it. You know? I sense a bit of you sarcasm here. You are scoffing here. again. All right, so go check out the past. I do think that that season's it. Uh, past pro shops, but what about all the grease fires? Uh, Jimbo cooks a steak, and it tastes like shrimp. Uh, go check out the Bass Pro Shops. You got to see the vinyl siding on my house. <laughs> he melted the siding on his house. His wife was <laughs> uh, Bass Pro Shops, high output propane grill and stove. And please, folks, don't burn down your houses. <laughs> All right, we say what? Buy it, guys. Buy it. Go check it out. BassProShops.com. Uh, yes. Bellas.com. Or you know what? Go into stores. Wear That's your right. mask, though. Be smart. That's right. Cook on your tailgate. Mm-hmm. We got to get to a break. We will return right after this. This has been Buyer Bust, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Visit us online at BassPro.com and Cabela's.com. Your adventure starts here. Stay tuned. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue after these short messages.
Introducing the new Yamaha XTR line of ATV and side-by-side vehicles, specifically designed for conquering extreme terrain. Now available at YamahaOutdoors.com. All XTR models are adventure-ready and come standard with exclusive off-road features like a factory-installed worn wench, special edition paint with color-matched wheels, and aggressive terrain tires. These special edition models include the Grizzly XTR, the Wolverine X2 XTR, the Wolverine X4 XTR, and the YXZ 1000R SS XTR, plus the entire XTR line features Yamaha's reputation for durability and reliability and are assembled in the USA. See the new XTR line today at YamahaOutdoors.com. The Yamaha XTR line, designed and built for unmatched proven off-road capability so you can realize your adventure. ATVs are recommended only for use by those age 16 years and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and the product warning labels before operation. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. But- I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Cat Daddy was on. Yeah, plus we had the Okie Jeff Danker, the Canadian Dave Ooh. Mercer, and the hair Mrs. Bunny talking a hook and hunt. This was a fabulous show. Yeah, it was. And, uh, boy, I tell you, we got a whole lot coming up for you next week. We ain't going to tell you, though. Amen to that. All right, <laughs> get outdoors this week and take some kiddos with you. Hammer home firearm safety. Make sure you wash your feet, your armpits, and your hands, and wear a mask. Even though we make all at fun, one time. we joke about people with masks, but it is essential. Yeah, you should wash them all at the same time. I don't know if you knew that, Jimbo. When you take a shower, you should hit everything. Oh, no. Yeah. All <laughs> right, so we got to get to a break, boys and girls. Love you so much. United we stand. God bless you and the United States of America. Peace out. We'll talk next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.